Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Woo! Back into college football. Bobby Belt versus RJ Choppy at 620. Yeah, it's going to be just like last night's game. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Who's going to be Georgia? Uh, well, I'm an SEC guy, so it's going to be me. <laughs> Keep your garbage conference away from the natty. Here we go. Don't uh, want to see it anymore. That's coming up at 6.20 this morning. Jerry Jones at 8.30. Bobby, what were they talking about yesterday after the embarrassment getting ready for Tampa Bay? Uh, just that. A lot of it. Uh, just the the embarrassment that you know I think they feel coming out of the game from Washington. The the Monday thing is always a lot about looking back, um, especially for the coordinators. Um, but, uh, yeah, it, it was something where I think everybody is is pretty frustrated with the performance they put out there, pretty pretty irritated with the level of effort they put out there. Um, but that was, that was the main, you know, frustrating talking point yesterday, other than, you know, Dan Quinn and his future. So Kellen Moore basically said, look, Poor performance, tons of three and outs, very abnormal for us. Game plan was to win it, just did not execute and didn't call it well. Dan Quinn on the other side is like, look, we've been telling you guys for a month we're going to be experimenting. We're going to be finding out about different players. So I was expecting to hear it flip-flopped. I was expecting maybe to hear Kellen say, we were experimenting, we were trying some things, but it was Dan Quinn saying it on the other side. Yeah, because Dan was talking about experimenting in the secondary and trying to figure out, like, look, I was attempting to figure out what we were going to do in the secondary yep. and and who we were going to play there. And he also did say... And I thought Nick Eman was dead on. When we saw McLaurin catching the football period against the Cowboys, something was up. And then when you saw it was Trayvon Mullen on him instead of Diggs, it was like... Okay, maybe they're trying to test. They're trying to test Mullen here for playoff reps. Yeah, and it's Dan Quinn said he's got a. He feels like he's got a handle on it now that he knows who he wants to play oh, corner he does? to. He said he said he. I mean, he did say we've tested some things out. He said I feel like I've got a handle on it now, and he said I'm not going to tell you guys what that is. We're heading into the playoffs here, but and what do you think that is? How are we going to open up? I think Bland should be fine. By the way, that's that's the reports is that Bland should be okay. Every, everybody's supposed to be good to go. That was one of the big takeaways we had yesterday. Biotish, Vanderish, Hankins, Bland, they're all going to play. Okay. Um, I think it'll be right. right I think. It I th- can't be Mullen. It can't be Kelvin. He, he was very impressed talking yesterday about Xavier Rhodes, though. Talked about that he really liked his film, really likes his competitiveness, talked about what a high IQ guy he is and that he's just been impressed with the way he carries himself, um, 
since he's been in the building just these last couple days. Rhodes, Rhodes' biggest problem is he can't run anymore. <laughs> I mean, you know, that's like in Moneyball. Like, like there's like Scott Hatterberg. He can't throw. I mean, they're, they're just the, it, it's, it, is, it, is, it is what it is. He's a 32-year-old corner. He, he does not run like he used to. Uh, but you know what? I mean, they, but, but the, here's, here's, here's the, the deal. Here's the deal. Quinn has made it work with corners who can't run. Sherman could never run. Uh, Brandon Browner could never run, other from other than from the police. Uh, and, and I mean, uh, Byron Maxwell couldn't run. A lot of these guys that he's had over his career are just physical. Cor- and that may be what he's looking at is, look, I don't need somebody who can run. What I do need against Mike Evans is I need Xavier Rhodes' size and I need yeah. his physicality and a guy who can press him. Throw and him he can throw. do that. Yeah. Okay. I get it. A.J. Brown. Right. Debo. These are the type of receivers you're going to have to go against. He needs somebody that's physical. And they think Rhodes can do that. So Rhodes is. Man, how about the corner market, though? We always talk about like what to, what to throw your kids in and use sports. Like, what's the opening in the market? We know backup quarterback. Like, you can't name half the backup QBs in the league. Maybe you can't name three quarters of them. The Panthers had to sign Josh Norman. Mm-hmm. And we're going to sign Xavier Rhodes for cornerback help. That's the state of the market at corner. Yeah, and it's not. this is not just some, like, well, let's add somebody for uh, depth here. But, like, you don't just sign Xavier Rhodes in week 18 unless you're like, we don't totally have an answer, and uh, let's see if this one would be it. They they are very clearly, this is the fourth guy they've added. They added Mackenzie Alexander during the season, Trayvon Mullen, Kendall Sheffield, and now Xavier Rhodes. They are clearly not satisfied with what they have, despite Dan Quinn saying, feel good about the the combo I've settled on for the playoffs. You know, look. I mean, for all the the all the hate that we put on the 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 secondary in this game, they did only allow 169 yards. They lost this game because they got short fields to put against them, in in large part. Yeah, and I mean, look, a, a and, bit, uh, and 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 also the ability of Sam Howell to scramble like he did, and some of the running lanes he did. Which, by the way, and they ran for a buck fifty. We 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 didn't uh, talk about it yesterday, but y'all do y'all see it now? That that dude does look like Baker. Like his Who? build, Sam Howell, his build, the oh, way yeah. he moves, like it is very Baker-like. Yeah, we see it. And I'm glad you see it. Never again. <laughs> I want to get that. Flush it. Flush the tape. Burn the tape. Ah. All right. So you're saying Hankins, Van Der Esch, mm-hmm. good to go. Yep. Okay. As well as Bland and uh, Biotish. Bland and Biotish. Fantastic. Robert, is it Hainsey? Mm-hmm. The center for the Buccaneers? Yes. The backup center. Yes. So he left the Falcons game after 13 snaps, did not return. Todd Bowles said he's dealing with a sore hamstring. They're going to see how he develops over the course of the week. Hainsey starting at center because Ryan Jensen, the all-world offensive lineman, has not returned from his preseason knee injury. Jensen returned to practice during the final week of December, and Bowles said he's status quo as the week gets underway. So... They're still dealing with some injuries up front to their offensive line. And that's the way you generally get to Brady is you get up the, the A gap. Yep. That's how you, you get pressure up there. Oh, and I love going up the A gap. I bet you do. <laughs> uh, you, you get pressure up in his face. That's the best way to try and knock Brady off his game. Uh, I mean, that's, a, that's something that the, the Giants did in two Super Bowls. And so you do some of that. You get some of that. This will be a huge game for Oso Digizua. If that if we were talking about this last night on the podcast Brian and I that we got a question about who's like a dark horse candidate that could have a, a big impact on the game that's Osa because if Osa's on his game and if Osa's wrecking shop on the interior and taking advantage of some of these matchups then Brady's going to have some difficulties Nathaniel Hackett out in Denver uh 
LaFleur said he's open to bringing him back there. Matt LaFleur, Nathaniel Hackett, reunion maybe in Wisconsin. Maybe that keeps Aaron Rodgers in town. Maybe that keeps Aaron Rodgers in town. Well, Mike Florio pointed out, Aaron Rodgers is about to have 60 million guaranteed reasons to go back in town. He ain't going nowhere. 60 million will be the money he gets if he goes back to the Packers. But Dan Quinn has resurfaced as a name for the Broncos. This was Coach Quinn addressing that yesterday. Well, I think we addressed this last week. And so anytime somebody asks you that you're flattered, it's, it's honoring. But uh, quite honestly, I thought we addressed, you know, respectfully, we addressed all that last week and nothing really to report on past that. So just right where my feet are and enjoying it. And then we're going to throw a kick-ass week. Kick-ass week. Kick-ass week. Steven was asked on the KMC Masterpiece, because you know we're going to get this from, from Tolos mm-hmm. if Tom Brady picks apart this defense. Tom Brady? Dan Quinn was distracted. Why are you letting him talk to Denver? You're supposed to be studying the tape. You're supposed to be grinding. Steven was asked about that balance. Well, Dan's the ultimate pro. And, of course, uh, NFL rules prohibit you from allowing any assistant coach to interview. It's more of a notice than it is a a permission uh, slip. So, uh, you know, uh, the way the rules are now, uh, the way the rules are in the NFL now, uh, any assistant coach uh, can interview for a head coaching job. Obviously, there's some protocols that are in place from a competitive standpoint that allows Dan to continue to do his job uh, at a high level uh, for us, uh, but also give him the opportunity, if he so chooses, uh, to take an opportunity uh, with another team uh, in terms of an interview. All right, so that's where we stand with Dan Quinn. Yeah, I mean, you have to let him interview. Plus, you're a horrible human if you try to keep somebody from improving their career. You know, like, that's, you're just a bad boss. Like, if you're a great boss, find another person to replace him. Uh, but, you know, Dan, you, you can't, you, you obviously you can't keep guys from interviewing for positions of, of elevation. And if he wants to interview for a head coach's job, you got to let him. So, media fallout from the embarrassment in D.C. The one that caught Bobby's ear and I was Rex Ryan on ESPN calling out. The Cowboys. They, they should blow out. From on paper, they should kill Tampa Bay. They should have killed Washington. Oh, they won't. The lack of professionalism by this team, I'm just telling you, that is absolutely awful. They play down to their competition. Hey, guess what? That's not a good thing. Mm-hmm. That's a freaking horrible thing. Yes. That means you lack it. You, and you're supposed to be a great team. How the hell this team won 12 games? Absolutely blows me away. I have no idea how, how about this elite defense they have, right? Well, but, no, but remember, they're mad at me because they said they're soft. This whole team's <laughs> soft. They see, but they are. Hey, show some professionalism. Show up every <laughs> week. They're soft as Michelle's feet. Rex Ryan. <laughs> Rex Ryan lecturing on professionalism. That was good. Is that the raw? Uh, did he just use the wrong word there? Professionalism? I don't think, like, you saw the... Be unprofessional. Like, I don't think that was unprofessional. Well, although, although his, showing yeah, up, you that, know, that's taking his the game serious. I, I guess that's what it is. Yeah, like it's it's more of those things where it's like, you know, are are you being a pro? Are you doing the things that we expect of you as a pro? Generally, when I hear professionalism, is like, oh, that was an unprofessional way you treated Washington right. or the way you behaved or, or whatever else. Rex, I thought he'd be an, a bigger star on TV. I remember when we He's were pretty at, big. He's big. He's a bigger guy. Look at Bobby. Now he's about to go on soda, and Bobby's taking shots now. GD Ray. Oh, 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 pay, pay. Coming in off the top rope. But I remember being at that radio row and the rumors of Rex getting into the media, and he he was a whale guest that everyone was trying to track down. 
he he's, he struggles for words sometimes. He's got the uh, the Sharif stutter and trying to come up for words sometimes, but that's what he was doing yesterday. Uh, and, and and Bobby sent this clip. His fake I, teeth get in the way. I think that's what it is. Does he have fake teeth? I mean, look at those things. Why do people never address their fake teeth either? I feel he, like I feel like McCarthy doesn't ever want to talk about it. He does have the uh, kind of like nice. the, the they're, chompers They're super white, just you know, like a, yeah. like a like a wall of teeth. Those are yeah, those are those are some fakies. People you, you never. Remember, you remember those old '90s commercials, the Duracell family that had the like. Yeah. Dur- he looks like them with the the teeth. Yeah. Did McCarthy get teeth? I don't think so. Okay, they looked phenomenal at training camp when we sat down with them. But trying no, to think, no, nobody ever wants to go ahead and uh, and acknowledge the surgery. I know. Just to say, I got I got fake teeth. Yeah, that looks good. Uh, so Bobby sent this clip. I listened to the whole five minutes, and I was like, I like that point. I like that. That's a. That's a topic. That's a comment. He left all of it out. He just got Rex because, and then when I listened to it, it all added up. He didn't want to play or edit Dan Orlovsky. (laughs) What are the Cowboys doing? (laughs) Dan Orlovsky calling out Bobby's QB. That's the worst game I've ever seen Dak Prescott play. And candidly, this is the worst season I've ever seen Dak Prescott play. The consistency with where the football goes into the wrong place has to be disturbing and alarming. I I think we've talked about that a little bit this year, like depressing, the the trying to feel, and I feel like he thinks my offensive line's not great in protection, so I have to get the ball to my hand so quickly. The only guy that I really think is going to do something outside is CeeDee Lamb. So there's this feeling of trying to almost be perfect on every every single play, but our seat. The ball goes to the wrong place way too much for a guy who's too proven yeah. as Dak Prescott. Don't take off your headset. I knew what he said. <laughs> the ball hear. goes to the wrong place. You hear the truth. Your whole body goes in the wrong place two yards out of the end zone. So Does Kurt Warner say the same thing, though, your boy Kurt? No, Kurt would not say that Dak has had an awful year. Kurt will Kurt will point out, like, does hey, he this go, can't be done. Does, does he go at Kellen more? <laughs> Not more not, with not, one or two. <laughs> not directed good, as like good one. Hey, he's got he he's one he's awful. But it's just in the way he criticizes, it's very clear he's talking about Kellen overall. Look, I don't has, feel like this is Dak Prescott's worst season. It's either. not his worst season, but he, he look he is not his decision making is not always good, um, and that's a problem. That you, I would much rather have a quarterback who's a great decision maker than a quarterback that has a cannon for an arm. Did you see the? Uh, the record Dak set this year, though. Dak is the uh, first quarterback in NFL history to lead or co-lead the league in interceptions despite missing five or more games. Oh, well, that's well, that's not that's not <laughs> it's not great. That's no, good. that's what I'm saying. Like it's bad. And even if you say like the PFF stat of interceptable throws, um, and, and say okay, wipe off seven of them, he, he still threw eight in in a very short amount of time, and so. Is he trusting his arm too much? Is he making some risky decisions? Absolutely. But to say it's the worst, yeah, no, it's not. It's not the worst he's, season he's ever had. That was 2017. All right, I'm going to go get some coffee and kick my feet up because I think we're getting a college football fight between Choppy. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. And Bobby after TCU and the national championship last night. That's next on 105.3 The Fan. Oscar Delp, the tight end, out at a wideout on this near side. We'll run it with Robinson, who scored a few moments ago. Shakes and bakes at the 20, at the 15, at the 10, to the 5. Pylon touchdown, left corner. And I helped. You helped? Yeah. He said shakes and bakes. Shake and bake. And I helped. The old commercial? Oh, my gosh. You guys are like. thought you were going to the movie. No one ever references the commercial. They well, just the, go movie to the movie literally came from the commercial. That's yes. where the the phrase even in the movie came from. Sixty five to seven. <laughs> we got to put that to the side for just a second. I haven't looked. All right, don't look at your computers. Dan Orlovsky has responded to the morning show. Oh no! <laughs> in the last few minutes, I said, "Don't look at your." Computer. I'm not. I'm. I I'm not. I'm looking at the all right text stream. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna play. The 6 a.m. audio clip. Listen to Dan in the background when Rex Ryan is going off. Dan with a little sarcastic comment. They won't. They won't. Play that clip, Peyton. They, they should blow out. from On paper, they should kill Tampa Bay. They should have killed Washington. Oh, they won't. The lack of professional. All right, that's part one. Now, I'm going to play Orlovsky as he's questioning. I think this is cut five, Peyton. This is Orlovsky questioning the entire Cowboys team ah no i think it's ryan clark i'm just gonna say at the end of one of these clips i think it's ryan clark's but it's too long right now orlowski says i'm just telling you if the tampa bay buccaneers run play action on the dallas cowboys they will win so yesterday in this segment on espn orlowski has called out dak said they have no weapons there's no fear he's going through all of this then bobby puts up the poll question who wins Next Monday, because we want to judge Cowboy fans, their temperature mm. throughout the week. In a shocking result right now, 2,300 Tolos have voted. 68% have said the Cowboys are going to win. I'm oh. stunned. They're their favorite. I'm stunned. 90% of my reaction on Sunday was Buccaneers. The whole city had us getting eliminated on Monday night. 68%, that will be up to 85% by the end of the week. Well, Dan Orlovsky a few minutes ago, responds to Bobby Belt's poll and says, as I sit here today, Dallas wins. Oh, wow. So he goes on TV, 
insults the Cowboys, goes at Dak, says it's his worst season, they have no weapons, there's no threats, and then he responds when I retweeted Bobby's poll to say, as I sit here today, the Cowboys win the game. I can see that. He <laughs> is he is a fraud. He is he is a, a he just goes out there, he hot takes, he does what he you you called him the horn frauds. He's or fraudski. Dan or frauds. Right, he is. <laughs> but here's the thing. I think this is more about the Tampa than than the Cowboys. His take that the Cowboys win says more about Tampa but, than it does the Cowboys. But they just said the Cowboys and he said they won't. So he's just completely flipping what he said yesterday morning to Rex Ryan. He said they won't win yesterday? Well, he said Rex said the Cowboys should kill Tampa. And he goes, they won't. They won't. They won't. They will kill them. He yeah. said that in okay. the clip. That could be his little out that it's they're not going to blow them out. Sure. That they're going to win. Because I think you could say the Cowboys stink and this is Dak's worst year and still think they beat Tampa. If you think Tampa's that bad. All right, I'll play you the other two clips. Oh, Bobby Steeman. I just don't. I'm trying to figure out if I should say anything. This is Orlovsky calling out all the Cowboys' weapons yesterday. And I would say this, like, as a totality, as a football team, what do you guys feel good about for the Dallas Cowboys? The defense has fallen off. Yep. They got massive issues opposite Trayvon Diggs. Massive, guys. Micah is the only guy on the defense that scares you right now, in my opinion. And who's the guy on their offense that scares you? I'll ask you guys, defensive oh, guy. Oh, you know I me. Mean, What's one receiver? Tony Pollard. To me, it's Tony Pollard. It's, it's, so he's the one guy yeah, that to me scares it's Tony you. Pollard. Yeah. I, I want to ask the defensive guys a question because I think I heard Jason Garrett say this on TV last night, that they're a much slower defense on grass than they are of on course. turf. That thing, though, like a real thing in the NFL? That's a real thing because on the road you're slower. Your pass rush is always a tick slower on the road, and when you play on grass, it's even sense, slower yeah. than that. All right. We'll get to that in a little bit. Now the final clip. Ryan Clark echoing what we said yesterday. The Cowboys could lose, but they're the only middle-of-the-road team. They're the only Tier 2 team in the NFC that could take everybody out, too. They're dangerous. Ryan Clark said that. Listen to Orlovsky at the end. Because you know what I do think about the Dallas Cowboys? Of any team, they have the widest range of where this thing can go. If the Dallas Cowboys played extremely well and ended up in the Super Bowl, I actually wouldn't be surprised. I would be and if, shocked. Oh, and if we're sitting here Tuesday and they Stop. already... You heard him right there? Ryan Clark said... Oh, and Orlovsky has tweeted me again. He's he's going. He's going. To, okay, he's playing. I'm going I'm to hey, fix it. I'm going to hey, fix hey, it right now. Don't do anything yet. Hang on. Hang on. Don't do anything yet. Because I'm going to try to get him on so you guys can just go at it on the radio. <laughs> the mind F that Orlowski is pulling on Bobby Belt. You heard Ryan Clark say they're dangerous enough to get to the Super Bowl. And Orlowski said, I would be shocked. I would be shocked. Play it. Surprised. I would be and if, shocked. Oh, and if we're sitting here Tuesday and they are already at home, I would also not I, be surprised. I would, I would not be shocked. If the Dallas Cowboys get it together. Now, is that a higher probability than them losing to Tampa Bay? Hell no. <laughs> but what I'm saying is this team does have that sort of talent, yeah. but they have to make it happen on the field. Super quick. I'd be shocked if they got to the Super Bowl. Simply put, if the Tampa Bay offense lives in play action pass, they will beat the Dallas Cowboys. Orlowski just sent me another tweet. I can't imagine them, the Cowboys, and mainly Dak playing two awful games in a row. If they can run it just a little bit, I think they'll be okay on offense. It's really a Mike Evans game. Contain Mike. I, Dallas wins. I'm blocking, say, yeah! I'm blocking it. I'm blocking it. Did he say? We're back. Because I like to defend Dan, <clears throat> but did he say if they can run it a little bit, they'll be fine? Yeah. 
Don't okay. depend on Dak. He's having his worst season ever. Yeah. He's not making the right reads. He's not going to the right place with the football. So you got to run it and take <sighs> the weight off his shoulders like the Tolos have been telling I, you. Got to treat him like he's Dan Orlovsky back there. Yeah. Um, I'm, muting's not enough. I'm blocking him. This is gold. This is fantastic. This is amazing. I'm reporting him to Elon. I thought the... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I thought the big fight was going to be about college football this segment, but there's uh, Dan Orlowski. I'm going to get him on. No. I'm going to get him on, uh, and you, you got to try and be I nice. can't be civil. All right. Let's be. Let's be. Uh, He's unethical. Let's be uncivilized then. He's unethical. Let's be uncivilized. What was your issue listening to our college football discussion driving in at 530 after TCU gets humiliated? by the Georgia Bulldog dynasty. The fact that, and I didn't even discuss with Choppy when I came in here, the other half of what I took offense to. So I'll address that first. Bama deserved to get in. Bama, who should have been like a three or four loss team. The toughest TCU opponent, 45 to 10. It's, in a game that Bama was not even given a crap about. They, they barely got their players to play in that game. They, they brushed up. I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll come play. I'll come play for you. Yeah, Nick, you need me to play this game? Yeah, I'll come play. And then 45 to 10. If Sark calls the game against Bama half as aggressively as he screams at production assistants. You, know, you can have you then, can have a game where you have 15 penalties and you have a little off night. You can have that. You're cool. I'm cool with that. They, they had like four of them this year. They, they should have lost Two other, they lost two. They probably should have lost two others. They and should they, have lost A&M. They well, should have lost to If Texas. they played TCU last night, what's the final score? It's like 49 to uh, to 17, Bama. Don't think so. All right, 47. Because, no, 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 <laughs> no, because like Bama's offensive line is not what it has been. They're not going to run the trenches the way Georgia did. I, I did. Did you know? Did TCU have a defensive line? I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> three, three, five. It's the Big Twelve. We don't. We don't play defense. Oh, you mean the conference that went two and seven <laughs> in bowl games this year? Yeah. What competition? This I, whole thing comes down to woulda, shoulda, coulda versus like the path that you have to take on paper to get yeah, there. Yeah, TCU should have been it. They deserved it because they went undefeated throughout the regular season. Like they deserved it based on uh-huh. that. They were not one of the four best teams in the nation this year. Uh, if, you, if you were to match them up with the other teams in the top ten, they'd probably go three and seven. They, they were not one of – Yeah, and, and one of those games is against mm. Michigan, who probably also would have gone three and seven against the rest of the top ten. They're garbage. They're, Michigan's garbage. Like, that's what they are. And they should they should have beat TCU by three touchdowns. TCU needed two pick sixes and two fourth turnover on downs inside the ten-yard line to win that game by six. So at the same time, you're going to crush them for like, oh, what, the, the defense? What defense? Oh, but they also get like huge fourth down stops and pick sixes and, and make plays. Those are unsustainable. No, no, those pick sixes are unsustainable. I don't, I don't worry about pick sixes. Pick those sixes are, quarter, are, those are quarterback mistakes. But you can't take away from the, uh, the, uh, the Ohio State game. You can't do that. The you, Ohio State like game. The, the, I get the TCU game. There's a lot of fluky things. They went into Columbus. It was a great win. They, great the, win. they went in there, and they, they were the better team. It, it, was a, it was a great win. It was the best win of a college football regular season. <sighs> and you Maybe. also triggered Bobby by saying Tennessee should have been number that, four. That's the most Homer, <laughs> Rocky I mean, top I mean, look, crap they, I've they ever fin- heard in my life. They might have finished at number five. This is not some stretch, guys. It's not like they finished but 13. But you are already giving out bouquets of flowers before the season ended. Like, 
Hey, I'm not upset. I'm not we upset. We had a good year. Well, then you wouldn't have that statement and response if you really you weren't advocating for them to be a Final Four championship team. You were saying the season's done now, it's over. But when hey, we, we had a good season. Yeah, when Hooker got so hurt, then, I wasn't advocating for that. But but then why are you saying they should be the, the, the number four? Because the committee has admitted they don't take injuries into into account. Uh, yeah, right, and Hendon Hooker healthy got run by Spencer Rattler and freaking South Carolina. Well, again, it's one. It is one game. It is one Just game. like last night was. That is not one game. That is one oh, game. No, no, That's no, no, literally no. one game. I'm sorry. 65-7 is not one game. Bobby. That is a Bobby. that is a team that does not belong on the field with them. Bobby, they, That's what that is. No, play, it was awful. It was embarrassing. It was it was it was a, a Bob, yeah, no, they play the best of seven. What's the series? 7-0. Sweep? Oh, well, no. If it's best of seven, seven, it would just no, be four. It, it would be first would, of four. No, because you know what? All the points George would have scored would have carried over in the three games. Okay? Look, Georgia, Georgia, Georgia's, Georgia is – Georgia. look, look if, they, if they play best of seven, Georgia probably wins four times, just like Georgia didn't lose all freaking year to anybody. Right. Georgia's but, the best team. It's not even close. Yeah, I mean, Georgia honestly is one sleepwalk game away from not losing – a game the last two years right so they are the the best team in college football no doubt about it they're not tcu i don't think is getting beat by damn near 70 <laughs> every time out though i think they were, no maybe not maybe not damn near 70 every time i mean georgia had their hiccup this year they georgia, had georgia they had a hiccup to, game against this missouri takes it all back to the process georgia to their credit and if there's anything kirby smart deserves credit for other than just recruiting nfl defenses every single year and i mean it's funny. I was thinking back to, uh, I think it was Stuart Mandel had said this earlier in the year. They were like, who would you trust if you your life was on the line to beat Georgia? Like like one time on a neutral field, you got to pick a team. Your life's on the line. You just got to pick somebody. Who would it be? And he said the Buffalo Bills. Like that's, and it was a joke, but like <laughs> I mean, there's nobody in college that you would realistically feel good no, about. So Georgia would win those. No doubt about it. But to say like TCU doesn't, Law, or, or, or even that Tennessee should have been in the playoff over TCU, or that Tennessee had a better year. Tennessee did not have a better year. Tennessee than, did not have a better year. TCU had a better year because they went. Then why did you say they were one of the four best teams of the year? If well, TCU no, there's had a, a better oh, year. Hang on a second. You know, there's a complete difference between the four best teams and the four most deserving. Yes. There is a complete difference. TCU beats Tennessee. Not even close. You're, you're a moron. But no, you're, you're, TCU you beats know Tennessee. You wore that hat two days in a row. You've got to stop. I did not wear this hat. I wore the, <laughs> I, I wore the thinking cap yesterday that matched oh, the yeah, your you appreciated that, That's shirt. the dumbest thing ever. <laughs> they, they, but you, you got to pick what side you're on. Everyone in college I'm football. on the best four. I don't care about okay. your season. Then TCU needs to be in there. They're, but they oh. weren't one of the best four. They were. They, they were. They the had, results they said had, they were. They had. Okay, see, again. You are what your record says you are. Okay, see, again, you're looking at most deserving versus best. Vegas is the only one that's qualified to say this, and Vegas would have had the four best teams, and TCU would not have been one. You think of them. Tennessee beats Michigan? Uh, oh yeah, not even. Now I don't think they beat Ohio State. I don't think they beat Ohio State, uh, and I don't think they beat Georgia. I know they don't beat Georgia. I've already seen that game. No, no, yeah, nobody's beating Georgia right now. Woo! That's part one. Part two in headlines at seven o'clock. Two and seven of the Bulls. Jerry Jones live. <laughs> Break away. Jerry Jones live at eight thirty. Another all-time great for his organization has been kicked out of the NFL, like Miles Austin. We have another person kicked out for gambling and why a member of the G-Bag Nation hates the morning show <laughs> and Bobby Bell. Next on 105 Through the Fan. Headlines at 7 o'clock. Headlines. Here on Sean and RJ. Bobby, it sounds like you're going to luck out 
Dan Orlovsky, the time that he could come on, he messaged me back. It's going to conflict with with Jerry probably. Oh. Going to conflict with Jerry Jones unless we totally just destroy the clock. And I got to get back on clock. I got I, I, I got to pick up my pace here on the show. So we'll see if we can work out a time with Orlovsky, uh, who has Bobby triggered in the six o'clock hour. And yesterday you triggered a member of the G Bag Nation. I didn't trigger him. Micah Parsons did. Uh, <laughs> because as we, we've talked about, uh, Zach Wolchuk and I had a bet uh, about shaving our beards that if Micah Parsons reached a certain sack number, I was going to have to shave my beard. And if he failed to reach that number, which was uh, 16, then it was going to have to be Zach Wolchuk. And Zach Wolchuk ultimately ended out losing that bet. And and you were downplaying the 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 severity of the bet. Yeah. And the I think, effect that it would have. I think you're seeing the psychological effect it has on Zach Wolchuk. Yeah, when I saw the pictures in the play-by-play yesterday, it did seem to affect him way more than I thought. So I may have to backtrack and retract my mocking of the punishment. And I guess I should have thought about RJ. Like, way back in the day when RJ still thought a goatee was cool, mm-hmm. uh, he refused. Like, if we, I think that would have been the ultimate punishment for you. The, the, the biggest thing possible. Even now, today, you would not make a beard bet, I don't think. So, based Gosh. upon that, I guess it was high stakes. What if we had a Yankees policy here? And we all no had to be, hair? like, clean shaven all the time. That would be brutal. It, it would suck. Uh, I'd find a way to do it. Uh, yeah, no, because they, they do allow mustaches, so I would just go with the mustache. <laughs> but uh, you would not make a beard bet. I'd make I'd make a bet where I could, if I keep keep the mustache, I would do it. Okay. Sarah really wants me to get a mustache. I'm I'm fighting back against that one. I, I said if I'm going to do that, I'm going with the uh, Paul Tuttle from Orange County Choppers. I'm going to have that, <laughs> that giant thing coming all the way down my neck. Well, when you Walchuk got shaved Say that during again. that what that giant thing coming all the way down my neck. Okay. Wow, clean. There we go. Dang, <laughs> good deal. Uh, no, but Walchuk yesterday got uh, they started a, a shaving process. So. First, they went down. It's like, all right, let's give you sideburns and a goatee. All right, let's get rid of the, the goatee. Now it's a mustache and sideburns and and just incrementally got it uh, shaved down. And then he was finally clean shaven for the uh, 2 o'clock segment yesterday. And you can see on his face, like, that is, oh. he is not happy. Oh, no. it, it, uh, it's the top of his hair. And, well, and. The top uh, of his head is all stringy. And like, he ended out getting a, a part and a little trim up to kind of clean things up a little bit. Oh, he got like a free haircut the rest of the segment. Yeah, he did. Walt the Barber. And uh, he ended out, like, just sitting there pretty surly the rest of the show. Now, that's partially because I changed my Twitter profile picture to that photo. Oh. Uh, <laughs> and, like, tweeted it. And it's also partially because when I got on for my G-Bag hit in the afternoon, I sent Carter a picture of just a close-up of my beard. And uh, that was my my picture for my hit yesterday. It was just my beard. And, and also uh, the fact that, you know, when I was on there, I was making sure to say, like, I would feel like less of a man if I didn't have a beard. Like, just being, like, no facial hair, like... Like, what are you, how can you even call yourself a man at that point? So there's a couple different reasons that someone would have a reaction like this. Uh, I don't care because mine, like, grows back, you know, part of the negativity of being, you know, a little Indian, uh, having some Indian. The, 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 the hair, we don't have a problem with that a lot of times. 
So you're petrified of how you're going to look clean shaven. Like a lot of people just want like their beard to cover the jawline or like the double chin. That makes people petrified. Number two, you really do love it. You think that that, you know, that signifies you, that defines you like Duck Dynasty, right? You were you you grew it out for so long. You worked on it so hard. You, you know all the painstaking effort it takes to get back to it. Those are really the two reasons they'd be so. Hey, everyone. Boomer Esiason here. The NFL draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Petrified. You're afraid of the baby face and 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 maybe and maybe the but he's a, he's a soda guy now. So yeah. much slimmer in the face, looking good, Willie Bear. I, I, I do believe that uh, it is a sign that you have a higher testosterone level if you can grow a good beard. Sorry, Peyton. Uh, I just <laughs> I just believe that it's it, and it always has been historically a sign of masculinity. Oh, it has. You can grow. Oh, you can grow. The the the, the, the strongest, most virile men can grow a good beard. Again, sorry, Peyton. Give me two months. <laughs> <laughs> two more months. That is. <laughs> So he he does not look pleased. He does totally look different. Oh yeah, I mean he he's and you can see it on his face how how upset he is. Now, I think by the end of the show, he he like almost had a little bit of a shadow already it looked like, <laughs> which when you look at his his face as as Basic said yesterday, I've seen his back. Like this this guy will grow a beard back in a week. He'll yeah, be fine. He'll be fine. Um but I I think it is, you know what? I think that's what it is though. Is you mentioned the soda thing? We all universally know any like when you're clean shaven, that naturally will make your face look bigger. Yes. And so it's I wonder if that's just a psychological step back for him, too. Like, hey, I'm trying to put this in the past and this is making it it's taking me back a little bit. Yeah, that's my theory. That's I think that's a solid theory because it's it's obviously not like he's not like getting it like he's not going to the barber and getting it edged Edged, every week or like anything else like that. So it's not like something that he's had a whole bunch of upkeep for. He just. He he likes the beard. He hasn't been clean yeah. shaven in six years. I haven't been clean shaven in eleven, something like that. And so, it's actually funny. Mine started with, "Oh, you should do no shave November." I was like, "Okay." And then I realized, like, man, this is glorious not having to shave. I was beaten down by it, and it became a laziness thing. All right, we know that Calvin really got in trouble. Then Miles Austin got in trouble. Well, your favorite quarterback growing up, Choppy, Bernie Kosar, has been kicked out of the Browns organization from doing their pregame show. He was doing like the uh, Wolchuk brought us Chiafalo role for the Cleveland Browns broadcasts. He admitted on social media to making a $19,000 bet yeah, that was, was going to go to charity. Mm-hmm. And the Browns said, uh-uh, can't do that. You're out. Yeah, it's like what Pete Rose did. Pete Rose placed the first bet in Ohio. So Ohio legalized sports gambling like last week. Mm-hmm. So Rose placed the first bet in Ohio. It was on the Reds winning the World Series this year. Uh, and Kozar did one. Uh, it was like the first bet in Cleveland. Uh, and and it was on the Browns or whatever it was, right? And it, like you said, it was going to go to charity. And they decided to oust him. This is interesting. Because if he is just on the pregame show, does that mean he's like Wolchuk? And Wolchuk could get fired for placing a bet? Um, Great question. No. 
Kosar, uh, like I think is is a, even though it's pregame show, like I think he is employed, employed by, by the, the Browns. Team. And I mean, like it's funny. We were sitting there in the press box when I think we had started texting about the story, and we're sitting there, and Derek Eagleton from the Cowboys is behind me, and he was saying that he listened to us talking about Miles Austin a couple weeks ago. And he was like, and all these people listen now that Bobby's on the show. Derek, Derek said, "You, uh, you guys are right though. Like, there's zero chance Miles Austin didn't know he couldn't bet on that. Right. And, and if you have to take that training, there's he's like, it's just dumb. Like that was Derek's what was he said? It's just dumb. Bernie Kosar, there, there's no chance he didn't know he couldn't do that. I don't like, know like about it, Bernie. Bernie's had some incidents. Yeah, Bernie might have, a, uh, not, might have an idea. <laughs> I think, I, I, look, I understand the rule." I think in this situation, this is one of those things where, like, you look at the situation. If he's taking it to donate it to charity, that's not really gambling. You can't open up the box, though, because then then everyone can just say, I was doing it for charity. I, that bet was made for charity. You can just say that to cover it up. Like, just you can't make a bet, period. You know what I mean? I get what you're saying. It's, it. it's like, you, you ever seen There's Something About Mary? Chop? Oh, of course. Yeah, of course. It's, like, it's like when uh, he, he gets arrested for... for going to the, the restroom outside, and then all the other people pop up and go, I was going to the bathroom out here too and didn't want to own up to what they did. So Calvin Ridley would then say, I was donating to charity as well. If I was a local station, I think they have the fan in Cleveland, I would just hire Kozar and put him on my pregame show and post. Just like Chiafalo Wolchuk, mm-hmm. the rules don't apply to you. Bernie, you can go back to betting and, and, and gambling and giving it to charity, and you can do Browns pre and post. The Browns don't have to pay you. I get it. Now, if they're the flagship, they won't be allowed to do it. But if I was a Cleveland radio station, I would just hire Bernie Kozar and put him on. That's the... uh, There you go. Broadus has told the story before. I don't know if you guys have heard it, that when they were... I don't know where they were, but they had uh, the team was traveling somewhere. They landed and great he and, story there. He and Rob Phillips <laughs> were talking about, oh, there's a sports book down here. Let's go in here. And like they start veering off and Derek Eagleton called out to them and said, you guys walk in there and you're both fired. He goes, Gosh. they're like, what? Are you serious? He's like, I'm dead serious. You cannot, do not go in there. But not betting, not being able to bet on other sports is insane. Why? What is, what does Miles Austin uh, betting on the Mavericks have to do with the National Football League? I, I don't know who Miles Austin's rep is, right? But like Clutch, for instance, and Rich Paul yeah. has clients in the NFL. And they've got those relationships in the NFL. And then they're also repping all the big NBA people. So if Miles Austin knows, oh, I was at uh, dinner with my agent last night and he was talking about how uh, it's not out there yet, but LeBron's so, uh, not going to play in this. I can, so I can, be, I can ins- be at dinner. It's of, like insider trading. Ba- ba- Bassett can be at dinner with Mavericks representatives or Mavs insiders. It's no different. It's too, you're, you're, making, the, you're making the tentacles too long. Too not long. you. Yeah. The rule is making the tentacles too long of connecting all the dots. It's stupid. But by your profession. Like, Miles like Austin doesn't have LA Kings insight. I'm sorry. I agree, and I don't believe your profession should and, ever and be stop able to being dictate. A, and stop being, not you, stop being a hypocrite yeah. as a league when you're going to set up kiosks. kiosks in the damn stadium and get yep. sponsored by DraftKings, and Miles Austin can't bet on the NHL. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I, I get that aspect of it, and that's especially the, the fact that I remember it was last year, I think it started, where you've got Phil Sim standing up there and having to say, here's our, our DraftKings bet of the day and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, well, at the same time, you're telling them, like, Bet on this, and you cannot bet on that. We have and- we have more connections to more sports than Miles Austin or whatever athlete that's not LeBron James in their league. But one of the professional Look, leagues is not 
who you answer to. He does. Like, like it's different. They're, they are they are governed by laws and about the integrity of their game and everything else that they are then going to enforce it with all their which employees. came out not too long ago that the NFL is entertainment, which means they legally can fix the that, games. That it was not true. true. That it's was true. Not, No, that was not true. That true. Was, that was <laughs> true. That was, I don't know, by the way you're saying true, it makes me question that whether it's true. Fake news. I have no idea if it's true or not, but it was an article on the <laughs> internet. All right? I don't think it was an article. I think it was literally a screenshot that was being yeah. circulated. That's an article. That's right. an article. There we go. Eight seven seven. And Tennessee's a top four team. Oh, ooh. beat the drum off that horn frauds. Eight seven seven eight eight one one zero five three. Back to TCU and the national championship. Demar Hamlin is going back home. And did Philadelphia make a mistake playing Jalen Hurts too early? All of that, plus Buccaneers preview on the home of the Cowboys. Headlines on Sean, RJ, and Bobby after this. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. <laughs> 